Hey everyone, this upcoming podcast is a quick keynote I did with the Ramsey County 4-H Shooting Sports up in Devil's Lake, North Dakota this past Sunday. A really special group of kids, their parents, and volunteers that are nationally recognized shooters. A great team and a really good vibe off of all these people. Great energy, great vision in that group of people. About 130 to 150 people in the audience on this one. Had a lot of fun. This is just a short segment, about 15 minutes of the 60-minute talk. So enjoy it. Let me know what you think. This young man is going to talk to you about some things that's a little bit different because it's not only about the outdoors, but it's also about being in shape, unlike me. Huh? I don't you're, make I don't judge people like now. that. Your bills. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So Jordan grew up in Myrtle, South Dakota, and I asked him where Myrtle is. Who in here, other than, I think somebody that combines probably wouldn't know, but you might know where Myrtle is? It's okay to raise your hand. Huh, where is it? It's between Pierre and Rapid City. It's pretty close, yeah. Pretty right good. on I-90, yeah. Thank you. And of course, like many of us that live that world, we like hunting, fishing, right? Just like Jordan did. However, his is a little bit different in that being athletic as he is, he also liked being in the gym. Well, I hate to tell you this, but you know what? So am I in the gym now, too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't laugh, I go every day. Two years of male he's just short 70 pounds. How about that, huh? Awesome. Um, well, we don't need to do that. No. That's not why I said it, because then it makes me go, why didn't somebody tell me I was that fat once? Because look at me, I still am, honestly. So anyway, we got to get back to our guest speaker. He attended Western University, where he played basketball and ran track. How fast did he run? I was a sprinter. It was fun. A sprinter? Yeah. That long distance stuff. I don't know. <laughs> he said long distance, no, a sprinter. Uh, he graduated with a, a degree in sports exercise and wellness in 2011. You're almost starting to get kind of old. I got some grays in the beard. Mistakes. Oh, I know. So in 2012, Jordan began working on Run to Gun. It was a business concept that he dreamed about, and he wanted to have training hunters and outdoorsmen and women to get in shape for the outdoors. How many has been out in a hunt where you had to climb hills, go walk through snow, um, had to go a mile and a half to get to something you thought it was only going to be a couple hundred yards. <laughs> and when you got there, you're going, oh no, I still got to go back. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I still got to go back. Uh, that happened to me this fall. I shot a deer, I got there, and I thought I was in pretty good shape because I have been actually in the gym. And when I got ready to go back to the pickup, I looked back and was like, oh boy, I'm not in good shape. Anyway, over the years, they branched off him and his crew, I'm going to say, and they put on a, heat, a TV show called Run the Gun, uh, of the Live Beyond the Average podcast, and their own supplemental line, and a secret supplement. I'm not going to go into any more of that, so with that, help me welcome Jordan, and he's going to entertain you for a while. All right, I am pretty stoked to be here. This is my third time in Devil's Lake. I was here a couple years ago and got to hunt some ducks, and it was the best duck hunting morning I've ever had. 
we limited out really quick. Unfortunately, I got the flu that night and didn't get to hunt the next morning, so I was super bummed. Um, and then I came back up last summer and got to fish some walleyes for a couple afternoons. And again, two of the best days fishing I've ever had. So I'm really excited when I get to come up here. I got like, you said like 90 minutes to talk, is that right? Not yeah. 90? Okay. Two. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, who has seen, uh, so we started our TV show back and we were filming it in 2013 when we started. Who, has anybody seen Run to Gun TV before? So you a little context for the room. Awesome. So actually like more than I thought, that makes me feel good. So I want to talk a little bit, um, I'll give you a little background on me just so you guys have some context and I'll kind of weave in um, to, to what I kind of want to, what I feel passionate about tonight. Um, when everybody reached out to me to come up and talk, uh, I had ample time to prepare. It was really nice. But I've gave some speeches in the past, and usually it's always towards or geared toward one age group. And so this was so much different for me being able to have eight year olds in here all the way up to their parents. And so, kind of a special thing. So, I, I gave it a lot of thought of what I wanted to speak about. And even this last week, I was with my clients, training them in the gym, and I told them, we always talk about what we're doing over the weekend, and, and I'm like, oh, I get to run up to Devil's Lake on Sunday, I get to, get to do a speech for their, their 4-H shooting sports. I'm like, they're really accomplished, they have a lot of nationally recognized shooters. I was really impressed with, I'm well aware of the accomplishments you guys have done over the years, and it's really impressive. So I was excited to get up here, and my clients were like, well, what are you, what are you going to talk about? And I'm, everyone, I'm like, I don't know yet. <laughs> and so it's kind of funny because everything I've done in my life has been really prepared um, and, and really disciplined, just like so many of you when you're stepping onto the range to shoot at a competition. You guys are so disciplined, right? Everything is prepared. Um, and so I've learned giving some of these speeches, it's really weird for me because it's the opposite. I, I really struggle with sitting down and writing and preparing something versus when I get here really feeling and speaking from the heart, something that's important to me. So. I want to give you a little context. Um, you touched a little about how I started Run 2 Gun. Um, I went to school for sports exercise and wellness. I grew up in a tiny little town, um, Myrtle, South Dakota. It's 500 or less people. The census sign probably isn't correct. It's probably less than that. And so, I mean, you guys know this is a smaller area as well. What do you, what do you guys do for fun? I mean, you're out hunting, you're out fishing, you're enjoying the outdoors. And that's what we did. And besides that, all I wanted to do when I wasn't out hunting and fishing was beyond the basketball court getting up jump shots. It was like my biggest dream. I grew up watching MJ and uh, I was that, that small town kid that just wanted to be outside on the blacktop shooting hoops. And so as I grew older, I really gave all my dedication and all my time towards that. And it's all I dreamed about when I didn't have a basketball in my hand. I was like going up the halls of school doing this because I just, I just wanted that basketball in my hand at all times. And so I was going through high school all my time, again, dedicated. I was taking 750 to 1,000 basketball shots a day in the gym, morning and night, um, outside of practice. It was a lot of fun for me. And I gave, invested a lot of time into myself, just like so many of you are investing a lot of time into yourself at practice. Even the days that you don't really feel like going in and practicing, or the evenings that you really don't feel like going in and getting in your shots, right? And so, as I was doing that, I dreamed of having a college scholarship to play basketball. I wanted to play at a higher level, and I've got an opportunity to do that. I went to college to play basketball. And so, still in love with it, and had a great couple years playing, 
And it was really weird. I went through this new transition in my life and all of a sudden, after my sophomore year of college, I was like, I don't literally love basketball. And I, it was really difficult time being 20 years old. And what I really identified myself as was a basketball player. That was really it. And so it was, it was really weird to try to start navigating that. And do I give up basketball or do I just keep going? Maybe this is just a phase. And finally, I realized there were so many other things in my life that I loved, like the outdoors, that I finally gave, made the choice to, I was going to stop playing basketball. So I invested all these years of my life and I felt like I just like let everybody down. I let myself down and all that investment was totally wasted. So we move on from basketball and we graduate college with sports exercise degree. It was awesome though that junior and senior year because I got to hunt again. Those first two years of college when I was in sports, it was like if I got to go out two days in the fall, got to run home and do it, great. But so junior and senior year, it was like sweet. Back out in the field, really falling in love with it again in, in, a, in a deeper sense. And all of a sudden, my hunting mentors, my great uncle, my grandfather, these guys who I would go to their cabins and their houses and they would be filled with giant elk and bighorn sheep and mountain goats and mule deer. I mean, these guys were my idols growing up and I wanted to hunt with them. So, and my grandpa actually had 33 years preference points for an elk hunt in South Dakota. And I was really pumped because when you get in that level, it's gonna come anytime. Hey, you can draw that tag. And so it was my senior year of college and I was talking to my grandpa that summer. I'm like, did you get your elk applications in? And he was like, no, I, I didn't, I'm not putting it in this year. And I'm like, uh, grandpa, you got 33 years preference points. What are you doing? He's like, I just don't feel physically able to, if I did draw it, I wouldn't be able to do anything anyway. And so like, I was super bummed, like just wind let out of the sails. And then the same thing really happened with my great uncle, which he was even another level of hunter. I mean, this guy was insane and preference points. And so I got to that age where I was going to have the time to actually go out with these guys. Wasn't in school anymore. Or I was able to make the time and they weren't hunting. And so I graduated and I had from there, I was just inspired to start a business that would help men and women extend their hunting careers longer so they could hunt with their grandchildren when they were older. So that's how I started Run to Go and that was the inspiration behind it. And so I graduate college and I get a job, a really nice good job in Sioux Falls. Didn't plan on moving east. If you know anything, I don't know if it's like this up here, but if you're in South Dakota and you're from West River, where I'm from, East River's a sin. <laughs> so, so my whole plan was to move back out west, maybe out to Rapid City so I could be out in the Black Hills. And uh, I got a job in Sioux Falls. And so me and my wife went out to Sioux Falls, lived there, and a lot of good stuff started happening. I got a really good job. My wife got a really good job. And, and I still had this idea of run to gun. And so I was training clients. I got a gym, job at a gym and I was training clients and I still wanted to start this business. I didn't have a name for it yet, but I wanted to start this business. And so they, I was training a couple people and they happened to be like marketing specialists and they filmed videos and they did all the stuff. And I was talking to them about it and they're like, well, why don't you just start this business? And they, I didn't know how to go about it. And they really inspired me to help push to that next level. And so we filmed this promo video to train hunters and sportsmen for hunts and we built a website and they were like, 
this would make a really cool TV show. And uh, from the 60 second video, and we joked around about it, and he's like, well, I got a connection at Midco Sports Network. I can hook you up with a meeting. You can go pitch him an idea. And so I was like, oh yeah. So I get an email the next day. He's like, oh, you have a meeting at four with Midco. So I run over there, pitch him my concept. It was, it was in August. And they were like, yeah, we love your concept. Can you have a 13 episode season ready for us by January 1st? And I was like, oh yeah, I'm 23 and I don't know anything. Don't even own a camera. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, no problem. So I walk out and I'm like, sit in my car. I'm like, what in the world did I just do? <laughs> so, but we figured it out. And so all these good things were starting to happen and things that I wasn't planning for, things that I didn't, I wasn't dedicating myself, I wasn't being disciplined towards it. Um, but all these good things started happening. And another year goes by, good things happen. We have a great year, we get Emmy nominated. And I look back at that show and I'm like, I don't even want to show anybody the episodes because I, I just think they're terrible. <laughs> but it's really funny and I, I'm talking to my dad, some other good things are happening and my dad's, and I go, something happened to one of my friends and it wasn't like, and I'm like, Dad, it just seems weird. Like, I'm getting all these blessings. All these things are happening in my life, and I don't feel worthy of, of them. I didn't work towards this. I didn't dream of this and work for it to happen. And my dad looks at me and he goes, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I didn't, want, like, I didn't plan for to get a great job out of college or to have all these great things happen to me. It's like, not fair that other people aren't having, like, my buddy has a great degree, went to, got his master's and he can't even get a job in a, in, you know, a decent job. And I was just bummed out. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, you've worked your butt off for this. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, you've dedicated so many endless hours into the gym and into basketball and into a dream that was all you thought about. And you didn't go to some family vacations and you never went out and partied and you didn't go to any anything. You spent all your time in the gym dedicated to your gym. Nobody was as dedicated and had a vision like you. He's like, just because that didn't pay off and you didn't get your return on investment in basketball doesn't mean you're not going to get rewarded somewhere else in your life. And I was like, wow, I I'd never thought of that. And so it just made me think when I was driving up here today, that story and how, how impactful it was that my dad told me that and that I felt so, so blessed that, you know, I worked at something, it didn't pan out the way I planned. I had dreams that didn't happen, but then I had new things that came along that were bigger than I had ever planned and things that God had in store for me that I couldn't see. I look back and I can connect all those little dots. It's really easy to connect them looking back, but when you're looking forward, you don't see anything, right? And so it was really cool to have him say that to me. And so I was thinking about you guys and how similar I feel like you guys and some of you younger shooters in here that probably have really big dreams in what you're doing, and maybe it's not in shooting sports, but for some of you who that is, that have really big dreams in what you want to accomplish, that no matter what happens, you're going to get your reward back and your return on investment in so many areas of your life. And I also thought about the parents in the room because I was like, I'm speaking to an eight-year-old and I'm speaking to parents. And how do I connect with everybody here? Or how do I connect with at least one person here maybe to, to help them along their own journey? And this story just came to mind, I guess, tonight. And how maybe some things in your life didn't happen the way you planned, but blessings are happening or will happen at some point 
and you will get your return on investment in other areas of your life from your dedication and your discipline in whatever your craft is.